What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. No one so 397 of fourth and john i'm dale saunders here with evan hollywood hearn and mr primo aka prime in the building uh this is episode 397 and you know, if you're watching this, you see a graphic of Nick Sirianni looking a little bit uh, perplexed. Uh, he, he's a guy who uh, I I fully put uh, a lot of weight to what's going on with this football team on his shoulders. I mean, obviously the players, players are going to play. But at the end of the day, like I, I've been trying to think about who this football team is and just like, you know, I, I'm, you know, we, we talk about going – from Boston to Seattle to Texas to following this team so closely. You add the offseason. We've been uh, pretty much monitoring this team very closely. To the fact that we – I've said in the last couple of shows, right? I don't know the, the identity of what this football team is. But actually, actually, maybe this team is telling us who they are. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to give them the benefit, benefit of the doubt. But there's this quote saying, we are what we repeatedly do. Therefore, excellence is not a habit, not an act, but a habit. But what what we make a habit of, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, it's a lack of aggression, lack of direction or focus, a team that gets outcoached uh, for the last five weeks, a team with no answers as of late, a, you know, a team whose body language has provided hints as to what is going on. Um and they are who they are. I mean, at this point in time, this team is who they are. They've, they've showed you who they are. Um, my only hope is that they somehow miraculously – I've talked about these uh, closed team meetings. I've talked no about uh, maybe, uh, you know, uh, the football gods blessing us somehow. But at the end of the day, I've uh, I've just – I've left it up to the uh, the football gods because I, I as as a fan of this team, I, I love this team, but I, I got nothing. I got nothing left um, in terms of uh, to make you feel better about this team. I got nothing. I mean, this team has pretty much ripped the heart and soul out of the fan base the last couple of weeks. What say y'all? Smite me, Almighty Smiter. <laughs> um. No, no, you hit the nail on the head, Gail. Uh, this has been a depressing few weeks. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I want to jump on here and be Mr. Positivity. Uh, I know that a few shows ago we were down in the dumps and, uh, you know, everybody was saying it was like it was like a funeral procession just uh, watching the show. Um, it's hard to be positive about this squad. Uh, the talent is off the charts on the offensive side of the ball, in my opinion. Got one of the best offensive lines in the game. We've got DeAndre Swift. We've got Devontae Smith. We've got A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, Dallas Goddard. Can't make anything happen with all of them. All of a sudden, we're we're doing QB draws uh, on first and 10, or sorry, first and 20, second and 20, uh, and then a screenplay to Kenny Gainwell. There's absolutely no rhyme or reason to anything that we do. And I've got to be honest with you. Um, I think that 
I think we are seeing who the Eagles are, Gail. I think that um, that 10 and one start is, is less of who we are in these past few games are more an, an accurate description. Um, Victor Williams uh, at the Philly pod on Twitter uh, put out a tweet earlier today talking about uh, all of the blown leads that the Eagles have had this season, whether we won or lost the game. So let's just go through them. Uh, the first week of the season, we were up there in new England getting rained on uh, beyond belief. We blew a 16 point lead to Mac Jones um that team has since been one of the worst teams in the nfl we won in the final seconds of that game uh then we blew a 20 point lead versus minnesota and won in the final seconds of that game uh we blew an 11 point lead versus the new york jets and lost by six we blew a 10 point lead versus the seattle seahawks and lost by three we blew a 17 point lead versus the new york giants and won in the final seconds and now most recently to the now what three and twelve um cardinals four and 12 cardinals four and 12 uh we blew a 15 point lead and lost by four um to jonathan gannon so that's where we stand with this team it's the coaches in my opinion um i i think that this all falls back on the coaches i think it, it falls on nick sirianni i think it falls on the coordinators and um you know what i'm gonna say it right now i don't see you in the comments section bob but you are owed an apology Bob had this one pinned. He Sirianni's the problem. Like, tell me I'm wrong. Tell, tell me what what does Sirianni do? He don't call plays. He's not a motivator of men. Obviously, what's he do? I think, I think that's Bob trying to tell you. Tell him he's wrong. <laughs> hey, you, you, you talk me off this ledge, Prime. I don't think I can, bro. I think I'm going to pretty much tag along with you and uh, maybe uh, grasp you or you know, I mean, lock arms or. Mark, at this point, it's going to be the end of our lives on this one. Let's hold hands and just jump. Like it's, it is what it is, man. I mean, I'm upset. I'm, I'm feeling drained. Um, Gail, you mentioned all the trips that we've taken, and it, it, that's the frustrating part, man. Like the all we've given, the three of us, including Nady, including Philly Sports Guy, including including everybody that has been on Philly Sports trips. Uh, you know. Philly, Philly pod guys, all those guys, like just everybody that's just been given their all to this team for this, like for this, that's the crazy part, man. That's the upsetting part. Um, you know, uh, there's a whole lot more to it, but I mean, we don't need to get into that. It's just still the fact that here we are giving our, our love and dedication to this squad. And this is what we get in return. Yeah. And that too, that too, man. But, um, you know, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm just lost for words. Uh, you know, it, it was, it was crazy. I think I was texting you, Gil. It was just crazy the night before how everybody just wanted Dallas to win and this and that. And I'm thinking to myself, shit, we got to worry about ourselves. Fuck Dallas winning. I think I'd rather take the Lions winning that game because I'm scared, and that's how I felt. You know, what I mean, because here we still can't get right. And we didn't even get right in time for that game. And look what happened. But everybody was worried about Dallas winning. Now, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure 90% of that people that wanted Dallas to win was kind of hoping they lost that game. Because, look, we probably would have been in a better position. But you know what? That shit doesn't matter anymore, man. Like, it, it's just – it's. I'm at the point where I'm just going to say it's pretty much over. Like, they shot themselves deep in the foot. And they probably shot themselves two or three times in that same fucking foot. Like it's bad, man. Like it, this Barrett's is all over again. 
this is wild. Yeah, this is wild, man. Like, I, I just don't get it. The play calling is atrocious, man. Like, I'm not understanding. you. Those three plays you named right there, and I watched all three of them, man. And I I got a big TV that I swear to God, I, I mean, I got to start getting insurance on these things. I'm going to end up being like these Dallas Cowboys players, and I need to – I'm going to crack one of these bitches one day. Dude, on, that, I really on, that, on that third down screenplay, like when we went back to back QB draw and got absolutely nowhere, I, I actually said, so help me God if we throw a, a bubble screen here. <laughs> and lo and behold, that's exactly what that's happened. That's exactly what How you many got. times have we've been complaining about that play all year long? What has it worked like maybe twice, three times in the entire season? We've tried it like 15. Stop going to it. It sucks. <clears throat> Jesus, yeah. I, I I think I think at the end of the day, it's like you 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 know what was at pretty much on the table, right? You, you you know, first of all, as much as the whole fan base, the organization hates Jonathan Gannon, as you know, in, in terms of what uh transpired in the Super Bowl, the fact that you got embarrassed in front of the holes, but then you you got embarrassed by Jonathan Gannon, um, and then in the fashion. That they did it. We're talking talking about a three and twelve football team at the time, getting thirty two first down first downs against your squad. The fact that the fact that they they didn't punt, they did not punt. Wow. This is this is this isn't the Chiefs. This isn't the Cowboys. This isn't the 49ers. This is the three and twelve Cardinals Ron, at Ron that Del time. Moore. If these guys um, weren't going to come in here, they weren't going to come in here and lay down for us, man. You had a mm-hmm. couple people that had that 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 anger from one being let go from the squad. You know, I mean, I think all of them. We're talking about Gannon. We're talking about Kazir White. We're talking about uh, what's his name, number thirty. What was he, thirty six or thirty nine? Um, that's been on our practice squad like three, four different times, and it ended up bringing up about one or two games, and then right back to the. I can't think of his name. I know his wife joined us at the tailgate last year with uh, Jennifer Slay oh, and Sasha, uh, uh, Sasha, right? Sasha. Yeah, yeah, her, her, her guy. Um, and you know what I mean? And like you, these guys weren't just gonna come in here and lay down. Like you saw, like they had that in the back of their minds. Like, and yo, I, I kind of just peeped at the way Gannon was shaking Nick Sirianni's. Like he's laughing in his face, but he, he really had that animosity. Like, yo, I'm gonna come in here and give it all to beat your ass, and he did that. They didn't have nothing to lose. They didn't right. have nothing to lose, man. And and they put it all out on the table and look at the outcome they ended up getting, man. They they had every right think, to be, think, you know, cheering the way they did and celebrating on that field. Think about think about how we were 10 and 1 a month ago and where our heads are at. And now we just lost to Mr. Pew 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 explosion. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we just lost to. <laughs> The guy, the guy who asked a, a bunch of grown men with NFL contracts, who took the bus here today? Fucking none of them. We're like, what are you talking about? That's what we just lost to. But the the wild thing is when you when you say that and you, you think about this scenario and you think about uh, Kyler Murray coming in with a Sidney Crosby jersey on and you think about you know like them coming into Which that would have oh, hurt like ten years ago. Yeah, like fuck, like a, a buzzsaw. The first thing that came to his mind bro, to bother but, us, bro. But, but but the thing is that that Jonathan Gannon's players came to play for him. They came to play for him. So in a, a three in, and twelve squad exactly. was even in their head coach more than us. So when you think about our squad, 
in a team of talented uh, – there's a, there's a lot of potential Hall of Famers on the squad, a, a, a great, talented unit. Um, they did not show up for their head coach. So it goes back to what is going on in the locker rooms, the, the body language. We, we've been talking – hey, we have been talking about body language since the Patriots game. You, we talked about it in the Rams game. We talked about it uh, just moments throughout the season of body language. And the body language to me tells me something that um, something that we, you know, obviously we're not in the locker room. You know, there's just hints. Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really say. Uh, you know, there's now people are talking about. Oh, we're gonna trade AJ. I, I'm not going there. Like I don't. But it, something's going on. I, th- I think that uh, I-, I think that AJ's um, body language is jumping off the page, and like, you know, I, I hope uh, as a voice of reason, uh, try attempting to be a voice of reason, <laughs> that like that he doesn't think that the fan base is coming down on him. Like, I-, I think that a majority of the fan base is is has AJ's back and thinks that yeah. this is a, co- a coaching issue and not an AJ issue. Like, uh, AJ's frustration is completely warranted. This this <laughs> offense is embarrassing. The fact that we have all the talent that we have on the squad uh, and that like, this is the games that we're putting together is embarrassing. And then furthermore, uh, the fact that that pitiful piece of shit game that I just watched most recently is probably the last game that Jason Kelsey is going to play in the link that Brandon Graham is going to play in the link that Lane Johnson, potentially Fletcher Cox. That, that's probably their last hoorah in Philadelphia. Just like that. Yeah, I mean, wow. it's. It, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing all these AJ comments and yo, go, just going back to that comment that you just mentioned about the fan base. Like, it's just sad in general that the fan base thinks that it's him because it's not him. The man's in here playing this game. He's still showing his leadership. He's still showing that he's a team player. And you know, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Blue Meanie because he just texted me right now. Um, it seems like AJ Brown just actually put something out on Twitter that he's going to actually speak up tomorrow. So that's something interesting to look forward to. I want to see what he's got on his on his mind, and and Air I it out, really, AJ. Yeah, I really Whatever hope he uh, say, says it with his chest. You know what I mean? Because Ooh, um, that would be wild. It would be wild. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, but it, it's right here. He just tweeted. It's a tweet. AJ Brown. I will speak tomorrow, and I mean, he just put it out just like that. So we're gonna see what's up. Uh, my um, shout out to my brother, who's the most uh, calm person I know. Uh, doesn't get riled up too much, uh, but. He's speaking from the rafters saying somebody's head's got to roll. Shout out to Nady. Uh, we just mentioned him as well. But uh, meanwhile, he says, I'm putting on my clown makeup, looking on Expedia for flights to Tampa or New Orleans. What the F is wrong with me? This is your problem. I, I wish that this Nothing team was as dedicated as Chris, man. I mean, it, he, he's more dedicated than the coaches are. And that's, that's why I'd like to give a shout out to all the fans out there who actually – are supporting the squad, traveling city to city, to making sure that they show up for this team um, when they're not showing up for themselves. Um, but again, shout out to Nady for uh, doing the Lord's work, and shout out to uh, Philly Sports Guy for doing the Lord's work out here. Uh, shout out to Vince too. Adam says we're not as good as we th- thought we were, or we're as bad as some of you thought we were. Question now becomes: Can this be fixed with co- this coaching staff? including Sirianni again with the offensive woes, you know, Brian Johnson had his, his, his uh, pressure today. And he basically said how they're both intertwined and informed. He, you know, Sirianni is informed of um, not informed, but they're, they're coming together 
um, coming up with the game plan as the game goes on. So his hands are all over this. So, I, you know, can, can we I, just have an honest discussion about, okay, so back, uh, you know, last year when, when it was Steichen and Gannon as our coordinators, uh, obviously at some point, Nick Sirianni handed the play calling over to Shane Steichen and we were, we were motoring. We, we were, we were cooking with hot gas. Um, so obviously there we saw that Shane Steichen was the better play caller than Nick Sirianni. Brian Johnson is obviously, it's been a mess. It's been a mess all year long and we've been able to get by with talent. Um, can anyone just like, I'm not, I swear to God, I'm not trying to be a dick or, or, or undersell anything. Like what is it that Nick Sirianni does at all? My, my, my thing is, is he but... just a motivator? Cause that's not even working. Like what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Gail. Well, you go first, man. Because I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't even have words. I have hand gestures. I, I, I'm trying to give you a, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that he has his hands in everything. But I, I feel like, in in a, in a coaching standpoint, what are you telling the coaches other than in in, in a uh, I'm trying to think of the word? There's there probably are no words uh, at this moment. I think he's he, you, you would hope that he's a leader of men. Like he's a guy who I feel like in this time and day and age, being able to speak to your players, that's a big thing. Like, are you motivating these guys? They don't see it. Going to, going to the Novacare and, and seeing what he's got up, you know, making these guys, you know, the competitive nature in there was huge. That was a big thing. Um, I heard he was spicy on the back end. Like all the stuff we see here is not exactly behind the scenes. He's, I heard he's a, a firecracker, but what, what what is going on? Like the messaging to me seems to get old. So if he's not motivating these guys like we thought he was, then what now to what you're saying, what what exactly are you doing? What if are you, you bringing to the table? If the roots are not growing anymore. Someone poured salt all over the fucking garden, bro. The soil's Big trash. time. <laughs> I think they poured the whole I think they poured the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> For real. I, it, it, I don't know. That's just the thing. I don't know. Is there is there really a legitimate answer to these questions? I don't know what the hell went wrong. But then it's scary because we've been down this road before. We've been down this road. Just just hear me out. I I, I might I might be going off the charts on some of these things. Talk but just it hear out. me Talk out. It out. Go ahead. Carson Wentz. When we when we when we signed that man, shit went downfall. And this is what I had mentioned earlier in the season. What I was scared of. You offer this man this contract, shit goes downhill, all right? And then we got other players to worry about just as much. We got Hassan Reddick to worry about. All right, we signed Slate for one more year or two years. One debt guarantee, and then who's to say he's going to walk away? We're losing four, four key players that are either going to decide to retire or we're not going to go ahead and bring back, all right? And they're four, all four of them are captains. That's serious leadership we're going to miss out in this locker room, all right? And then, and then not to mention a couple other players that are key to this squad that now might not even want to be here anymore. So we got a big mess that we got to go ahead and fix. And this is what I'm scared of. This is what I was always scared of. And it always led to when we ended up giving that big contract to Jalen Hurts. I was all for it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I was not because I'll be lying. I was for it. But at, but if I but if I tell you I wasn't worried, another thing I would be lying about because I, I was worried. That's what what was in the back of my mind. 
Like, let's go ahead and do it, but damn it, please don't let this kick us in the ass. And here it is kicking us in the ass. But something happened. Like you said, Evan, something triggered this goddamn locker room. What is it? What the fuck went wrong? Sorry, I got to come out and say it. We're speaking from the chest, and I'm going I'm to speak from the chest. What fucking went wrong? Help me understand. Uh, one, one, one thing when you talk about what went wrong, like as much as you, you know, people might have said, like, moving to side. I don't know if that shifted something in the locker room. That that could have been on the mind of, of some of these players. I mean, you you especially if you love your coach. You know, you if you love the coach, love the guy. If that move was made without the players knowing, or the every team's got uh, uh, you know uh, like a leadership council, if the council didn't agree on that, then and they made that move again. They I said when they say they and Sirianni said that he made that move um we 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 can't go on without saying mentioning howie because howie's the, the conductor um so as much as these head coaching moves you think aren't tied in with Howie, i think Howie's tied in with all these moves so uh i, I feel like if something went wrong hey I, I but i do know you know playing you know some of my, my college teams and being with bad offensive coordinators or like you know, the fact that, you know, plays are coming like other running a middle screen and seeing a linebacker know that you're running a middle screen has got to be wide receiver's worst nightmare. Shout out to uh, Devontae Smith. But I, I'm saying that we become so predictable, but it gets it gets so, so mind numbing to some of these players. They got to be like, yo, what is going on, bro? This you, just, you just you just set me up by, by mentioning Devontae Smith. I lost my fucking mind when I saw that play happen. And you you put one of my best wide receivers in a situation like you did. Like of all people, man. Come on. Look 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 what that might out of almost cost us. That could have been a serious injury that could have happened right there. Like, all right, man, I'm not really going to come down. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe this whole thing, decide going upstairs and this guy, you know, coaching uh, for the past two games. All right, put that aside. Let's just really talk about this fucking play calling by Brian Johnson. What is this shit, man? Like, it's funny how everybody keeps on putting these memes about Tecmo Bowl. But, bro, as I went and I found my Nintendo book, I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> These are fucking tech football plays. No, I mean, like, this is wild. Let let <laughs> let's like not ignore the elephant in the room here. I mean, what what does having six fucking plays that you're deciding from remind you of? Go ahead, say it. Chip <laughs> Kelly. It's Chip <laughs> Kelly esque offense, bro. We got all the did talent somebody, in the did, world. Did somebody fucking, find a the, book? The in... play design sucks. It was one of the one of his playbooks that fell behind the, one of the lockers. They must I think, have. Found I think it. I think that's what he's cheating off of, man. Oh I th- God, we've man. got we've got a, a handful of plays that we that we dive into. There's zero creativity whatsoever. I was thinking about the offensive scheme and the defensive scheme. You could literally put a a uh, flag in the middle of the field for offense. Put in the middle field. Throw here on defense. Defend here. On the middle of the field, defensively, we're getting murdered. On the middle of the field, offensively, you you saw the last time we threw, it hit the middle against the Giants game. We scored. I mean, the fact that we don't utilize that part of the the field is crazy. But the, I mean, I mean, uh, just having um, what's his name score two touchdowns 
this past week. And I was like, yeah. this is this is great. This is uh, all right. Let's let's go to that. Let, let, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Julio Jones, of all people, scores two touchdowns. We got a 99-yard pick six. We get uh, an onside kick that is uh, gifted to us. Thank you, Jonathan Gannon. Here, take this onside kick in this great field position. And we lost the fucking game dude, with the 3-12 and 12 Cardinals with all of these gifts that they gave us. It's a pathetic team, man. It's a pathetic team. <laughs> now, now, do you think this gets... Uh... Thrown in the trash? Oh, all God. Of them? No, no, because I, I was just like, does it get, does it get progressively worse or... Oh, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. Uh, first of all, I'm 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 just gonna I'm just gonna come right out and say it. I have I have zero hope for the playoffs. Uh, I see all these people that are talking about. Uh, there there was one thing that was shared today. Talk about um, uh, Flacco's Ravens that won the Super Bowl and how they had an ugly end of their regular season yet they bounced back and won the Super Bowl. There's no heart in this squad whatsoever. I. And honestly, would be surprised if uh, I think if we get back to the NFC Championship game, that would be an accomplishment this year. That um, would definitely be an accomplishment. <laughs> get it, getting to the Super Bowl, I think, is a pipe dream, and winning the Super Bowl, I, I just don't see it, man. Like I, 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 I want to, you know, take myself a month from now, and maybe we go on some sort of run that re-inspires this team. But where we sit right now. I have zero expectations for the playoffs. Mm. I, I, I think that we're going to end up losing. We're going to be an early exit. And then I think that we're going to be stuck in the carousel of coaches that we end up in every single season, it seems. I mean, how how crazy is it is that we won the Super Bowl and then ended up losing our head? Like, this is a city that fucking wanted a Super Bowl more than they wanted to breathe air. And we ended up losing the head coaches that won us one a couple years later because shit collapsed. And now here we are a year after being in the Super Bowl and shit's collapsing again. Like, I I don't want to sound like a whiny bitch or anything, but like, how are these <laughs> other teams able to su- sustain success? I don't get it. Like, what what is are we cursed? What is wrong with our squad? Why, why can't we sustain success? Well, I mean, you, you start thinking about culture, like, you know, you, you, what kind of cu- culture that they're cultivating behind the scenes like it whether it's i mean again you it, when you're good they pluck your your coaches this is what happens they pluck, pluck they pluck your players but i i, I think when you but start looking about but i mean uh, other things is like when we saw chauncey do what he did we knew that he was the right piece for this team we've been i've been asking i've been asking for chauncey since he was a draft prospect. I've been asking for Chauncey whenever he's available, go get him. The fact that we got him I was like, wow, that made sense. I mean, did they uh, allocate some of their resources in, in terrible situations? Look at our linebacker position. Look at look. Should they have paid Chauncey before they paid Bradbury? Uh, and these are things that, as again, it points at Howie, like Howie has to, you know maneuver and make these moves um but the fact our, that our, our our defense is for, for all the basketball heads out there our defense is literally the fucking la clippers right now it's just a bunch of old fucking you know guy used to bees on the fucking squad that's who we are <laughs> but there's, there's just so many like like I, I've, I've i've compared this team to like a house like you, you got a shattered window your roof needs to be fixed you got a leaking fucking uh basement a leaky tub you you have so many things to fix that do you have the budget to fix it like my my thing is uh you know looking at the way 
I'm I'm also gonna go into just just weird things, just in, like things that are annoying me now. Like I don't like that. I just I just think at this point in time there should be no podcasts from team members. There shouldn't be any albums dropping. I think it should be radio silence. I think shit out. Every need everybody needs to focus. I don't think you should be out here on anyone's podcast talking about anything. Everything should be in house. Get it together. I heard AJ Brown put together a uh, an escape room. um a group outing to get the team together in a, in a way that you know that doesn't really go get go go with the narrative about AJ what he brings to the table. But I, I, I you know at the end of the it day I just, just feel effort. like. I think it's so wild that there's people out there that are upset that AJ, AJ is upset. Like wh- why wouldn't he be like this, this squad has so much more potential and they're not living up to it. And it's, he's got over 1400 yards this season. He's, he's pulling his weight. It's just, the, there's not enough plays that are being designed to him. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm a big believer that you you put the ball in the hands of your playmakers. There's a reason that they get paid so much goddamn money, and there's a reason that you need them on your squad. Um, you need playmakers in order to win, and those are the guys that you rely on in the big moments, not fucking Kenny Gainwell screens. Ooh, man. Uh, first of all, I think I think we did get some things off our chest. We still got more, man. We still got more, yeah. but uh, if you're I looking to good. go, that was a good therapy session. Yeah. I think it was, but I think if you're looking for more trips to go on, Philly sports trips, uh, they are doing a a Giants Eagles tailgate up at MetLife. I know some people have asked us, "Are we doing a tailgate up there?" I'm not. I'm not. Like it's not looking good, uh, and it, it's definitely depressing in the fact that it's been a minute since we've had a tailgate, and uh, we we appreciate all your support over the over the year. Um, it's just been like a wild, you know, wild last couple of weeks you know with holidays and such but it just i, I felt it, like a cheater this past weekend bro, bro. It's, it's fucking cooking steaks at another tailgate this guy this fucking that, traitor so, oh, so that so that so that was that was an updated picture yeah i thought that was, was an old ready. post i, I thought that was an old post too like wait a minute hold on man. i was, I was oh, at the international did. meat exchange wait to, wait to, wait till i wait till i see you buddy <laughs> wait till i see you i'm gonna take that goddamn grill and toss it like here <laughs> Uh, it, it was, you know, it was, it was again, it was again, it was like one of the weirdest feelings. Shout out to the Crafty Bastard, uh, Crafty John, uh, Rich, um, and Jen. They hosted us. They lived close, close to us. We went down the street, just watched the game. But just the game day process of like, I'm so used to like doing shit on Saturdays, and my day is like filled with like tailgate duties. So just. Waking up Sunday and I'm like, I got, I have something to do, but I have nothing to do but just sit here and watch this game. And the fact I had to sit there and that shit, you know, you know, Rich made like deep, deep dish Detroit pizza. Mm. He like he killed it, right? He killed it. Um, and I'm like, I just don't feel right, man. I'm sitting here watching the game, and I'm you going into halftime. I'm like, this is this is how it should feel, and then. Man, I, I, I gotta I gotta be honest with you guys. Um this makes me depressed. Seeing seeing these comments, <laughs> like this is where we're at now. We're we're we're, we're talking prospects. We, we, we were 10 and 1 a month ago. Now we're talking <laughs> prospects in the regular season. Hey Ev, guess what? Ask me what I did this weekend. Oh, 
Fuck, you were fucking doing your draft homework, weren't you? I start. I started college. And we all know I don't start draft homework until it's time for a reason to start. And I start. I started doing my homework. Uh, I mean, Senior Bowl is right around the corner, but my thing is, this team has so many holes to fix. Like we talked about this being, hey man, this is strike while the iron's hot. The iron is was hot. Now it's cold as fuck. So yeah. Do you, Do you remember my last my last three? Favorite prospects of the of the draft scale? Kyle Hamilton, JLK, <laughs> and uh running back Bijan. uh Bijan. Yeah. Um okay. I, I, Kenny uh Kenny uh from uh, see? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I, I was more so leaning on um JOK and and Kyle Hamilton and uh sitting here looking at this defense right now, you know. <laughs> Really use a safety and some linebackers. Just saying, they look pretty good. Well, no, look, but, at the, look at the Browns going to the Super Bowl with Joe Flacco with that defense. Jay, okay, all right. It's just no. I, I my head went back to uh, a saying from little old Geo, for the love of God, Howie, draft a linebacker. <laughs> like that, I just kept ringing. I'm like, because it's a Nick Morrow, Morrow's is i'm sorry man what it's just that's Lashawn mccoy said this man does not need to be on the field i mean special teams maybe plug and play here and there like but he is getting our weaknesses are, are getting abused week in and week out i i am genuinely starting to feel like um just the way that we cast off linebackers after yossi, they've yossi, had yossi. success Yep. Yeah. You I was see the Alex, white snake. At, at the the white snake, Alex Singleton. He's having a good year. Uh, TJ Edwards. He had a good year last year. Kaiser White had a good year last year. And the, I'm sorry, it's it's straight up ignorance out of Howie Roseman um, to think that you can just win n- and ignore the linebacker position. Like we have had guys, we've complained forever about linebackers and. Lo and behold, uh, TJ Edwards overperforms last year, ends up getting an all pro, and we just let him walk. Why? Why? Make it make sense because we got to re sign 32 year old James Bradbury. That's why. (sighs) (laughs) Do do you want to go over any uh, MVPs? MVP. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you and the fucking MVP. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Ugh. MVPs uh, is me for fucking giving him my eyeballs and my fucking what, like even watching it. Yeah, you get the M, he gets the V. I think. Brandon's hoping for violence. He says, "I hope AJ goes off tomorrow." Same. Um. I'm looking forward more to him speaking on this shit than this other bullshit with Epstein's report coming out. (laughs) Rex Ryan was on ESPN. He was mentioning that they put the wrong coaches in place. And you you talk about a team that just went to the Super Bowl, right? You put two – you put a a defensive coordinator and an offensive coordinator who've had the defensive coordinator limited experience, offensive coordinator – no experience in charge of a, a unit that is supposed to be, you know, all world sort of. Uh, so the fact that now, now how he's the guy that's pulling the strings in that department, 
they kind of decide, like they said, you know, talk about, you know, Sirianni making some of this. This is on Howie. Now, like, these are the guys, like, you had in place after is, uh, Steichen and um, Gantler. This is the same front office that uh, made Juan Castillo the uh, offensive line coach offensive and then the defensive coordinator, right? Okay. Maybe. I said it is the same. Off- this is the same front office that made Juan Castillo the defensive coordinator after being the offensive line coach, right? Did you know what I uh, I saved the Juan Castillo photo today? Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I was going to bring it up. Great minds take a life. <laughs> I was like, Juan Castillo could have done a better job of. He could have. Or the other thing, uh, Brian Johnson alone, Stoutland. I was going to say, yeah, go ahead. Hand it to fucking Stoutland. Like, if you're going to give him an opportunity, I mean, I don't know. He was getting offensive coordinator opportunities this offseason. Give it to him to stay here. Let him fucking run the show, dude. I trust that guy more than anyone. Well, what what does it mean to hurt? See, this is the weird part, right? What if if Hurts and Brian Johnson are on one level here? They agree on a lot of things and philosophy-wise. And Sirianni's here. Well, I'm saying Sirianni's here with the way he wants to call plays or offensive um, mindset, but what he wants to see from his offense. Maybe there's a the, that's not where they're meeting because uh, it that's what it looks like. It looks like they're not agreeing on anything. But there's a lot of things scheme-wise where they let blitzers come in. They're like, where's the fucking hot route? Like, where? Wh- why is there no hot route? Especially when you see seven coming. There should be reads built in, short ones. Killing me. Killing me. Killing me. I, I mean, there's no way that that Hertz can be thinking that Brian Johnson's doing a good job, right? Like, I, I don't care how close they are. Like, he has to see the writing on the wall that this is just a horrendous game plan. We're just we're just ba- banging our heads against a brick wall every single game. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Now, DJ uh, Chunko brings up, you guys see what Boley said, was saying about Jordan being fat and overweight. I didn't see that. Uh, I didn't see that either. I didn't see it. He said that he's being, uh, you know, he's just not, you know, at this point he looks gassed. Um, and he was wondering if he was not getting fined for being overweight week in and week out. But my, my thing is, this is why I've been calling for Sue for since the offseason. Like, Sue's a guy that keeps you accountable. He holds you accountable. He's a he's a vet. He's a leader. Been there, done that. He's a silent killer. He's that dude's a serial killer. So losing a guy like him, I, I would have brought him in here because I think he's not getting manhandled like these dudes are. Yeah. Some of them. Jalen Carter is. Uh, I mean, he's a bright spot this year, and I saw earlier today that he uh, is. I think he's minus one thousand on the on the on the sports books to win defensive rookie of the year. But like for for this defensive line, um, 
they have taken a serious, serious step back from last year. And um, I know that we were talking midway through the year, and they were kind of on pace to have a similar sort of season stack, uh, stat-wise, sack-wise. Um, but they've completely disappeared. They're not getting any pressure to the quarterback. Um, I think, honestly, to be honest with you, I think it is a mixture of, like, Jordan Davis looks gassed. I think that the older guys are getting tired, um, which is an understandable point in this in that in their parts parts of their career and this is also we're talking about depth um i mean as much as you know people talk about um Derek barnett he's he's depth um we're talking about nolan smith like the usage has been weird um but, but like looking at josh wet who's been one of those players we love he's got one sack in the last nine games uh he had 11 sacks in 2022 which was his career high He's got five and a half sacks in the first seven games this year. He's got one sack in the last nine games. Do you think that that is a mixture of, um, I, I think it's kind of like an everything, everybody thing where like he, he isn't getting the pressure because nobody is getting through. So 30 sacks in the first nine games as a whole as a team, right? 11 in the last six games. Um, you know, you, you know the one thing. Um, just our offense settling for three. In the last couple of games that we've seen this team, you know, where you know it's coming down to the last drive, or it's a four-minute offense. We talk about the lack of aggressiveness is it's appalling. They're playing scared. Like I want to see. Uh, you talk about curb stomping. No, there's no curb stomping. It's like, what can we do not to lose this game? And they end up losing the game anyway. QB sweeps, QB powers, and a Q, you know, um, I, I, I go back to, I go back to DeAndre <laughs> Swift. Bob, Bob, is, Bob is here, bro. <laughs> Bob, you already got your flowers at the top of the show. You got to watch it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were right. We were wrong. You're handsome. We're ugly. The whole nine. <laughs> oi, oi. <laughs> but I go back to that, that that play with DeAndre Swift in the Seattle game where he he runs to the, the boundary and then falls down. And I'm like, oh, smart football. We're going to grind this one out and win the game. Here we are, first and ten. And I mean, again, we're talking to, we're talking about uh, another penalty by another Australian, <laughs> <laughs> not named Bob, but hey. <clears throat> that that penalty fucking hurt. Yeah, it did. It fucking hurt. I um yeah, it's 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 complete um just disarray it's it's unorganized and it is for a squad that has as many veterans as it has it's completely sloppy um you know i i think that there has been just a, a complete lack of leadership on this team from the top down um i mean we we bring up uh slay a couple weeks ago and he was talking about uh, he was getting called out for, or he wasn't specifically getting called out. Seth Joyner was talking about how poor the defense was tackling and slays out here as a captain talking about how good he's, he's tackling. Um, you know, I think that there is a lot of um, just me thoughts on this team. Uh, even in the guys like, like, 
looking back midway through the year when we were rolling and we were actually winning, you look at guys that I love uh, in AJ Brown and Devonte Smith. And then, you know, each of them feeling like they're not getting the ball enough at a certain point in the season. Um, these are all captains guys. These are like the ultimate goal in the, in this season and in everything is to win is to win the regular season game, win whatever game you're in, get to the playoffs, win there, win the Super Bowl. That's the goal. And people worried about their own individual. There's too many people that are worried about their own individual stats. I said weeks ago, I said weeks ago on the pod, I said, I didn't give a shit about anyone's stats. I cared about W's. The fact Mm -hmm. that we do have thousand yard receivers. DeAndre Swift having the best season. He gets his a thousand. That doesn't help win football games. What help wins football games is um, cohesiveness. What helps if you like the player that you play next to. Or the the harmonious meeting meetings with coaches and it all goes great. Everyone loves each other. I mean, yo, we Super Bowl run, we got that vibe. Last season, definitely got that vibe. Mm-hmm. This season, it's been like fucking tug of war. And I've been playing I'm the speaking. mental gymnastics too, because I know that like you guys are probably in the same boat as me right now, where I. Throughout that 10 and one run, I'm sitting here thinking, because we were hearing it. We were hearing it even when we were winning from Cowboys fans, from Niners fans, from fans all over the league talking about how, oh, yeah, you guys are winning. But like, you know, you almost lost to this team. You almost lost to that team. And you know what? Now I'm kind of sitting here looking at it like, I mean, I, I brought up that that whole that tweet by Vic where he's talking about all the blown leads we had this year. Like, yeah, we, we kind of were just winning in spite because we have supreme talent on this team and it's really really sad the fact that we have all this talent on this team and we can't put together a winning game anymore um that all all of the juice is lost all of the game planning is lost and it feels like we've got uh, a bunch of coaches that now feel like they have to be the smartest guys in the room when in reality all you got to do is put the ball in the hands of your playmakers um that's what we've been begging for so it's depressing um now, uh, Danny, he says, I'll be at the game versus New York Giants this Sunday. Forever bleed green. And as you should, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there, there's a, a level of fans who just like the team when they're hot. You, you can this – is, this, is, this, is this is my thing. Um, you can go up to an Eagle fan and say, um, like my man Jay Jai said, if that fan can't tell you, Follow up with the next lines. You know where they stand, okay? So F, like Fuck my man Jay, yes. See, <laughs> F is there with me. Yeah. Prime is there with me. So next time you see a fan, just say, like my man Jay Jai said, if they have no response, <laughs> they're not a real one. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, um, but that Kevin just kind of uh, – Highlight what I just said. Like, um, even when we were winning this year, like there was no, there were no convincing wins. They were all grind out games um, that we either had to win in the final seconds of the game, and we're thankful that we snuck by. There, there was never a convincing win all season long. Not I mean, one. And this is just hope talking, but um, the, the Raiders game and the the Falcons game that the the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl, hmm. not convincing wins. Um, I mean that 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 Vikings game very convincing, very <laughs> convincing. but it, it it is what it like you get hot at the right time they say. So what is the right time, Eagles? 
right is now. It, is this the time where we get hot versus the Giants? My thing is, you, you went up against the Giants. I mean, all you had to do, right? Two seed is there, locked up. All you have to do is beat the worst teams in the NFC, in the Giants, which you did, barely, and beat the Cardinals, and everything is fine. We're talking about home field advantage for a little bit. Everything is fine. Like, if that is all, all that is on the line, and these players that came out last week, and that's what they put on the table, that's where, like, what is going on? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and, and wasn't there just a new Call of Duty drop, too? And Kyler Murray just did that on us? Fucking. <laughs> uh, let's see. It was it it was it was set up perfectly for us, man. I mean, you, those those games that you're all naming, like yeah, everybody was just quick to say they were guaranteed. That was the other bothering part. Like, there's no never guaranteed when it comes to these games. These Not are the games that giving up games yeah. to the Jets. And that's what I'm talking about, man. The way we've been playing, you can't go and find this as guaranteed games. You still got to go ahead and get in that game with the mentality that you got to get in it, go in there with a purpose, and that's to beat these guys the right way. And it looked like that the first half, and it's looked like that the first half for a few of these games now. And for them to just blow it in that second half, it's just like it's a total opposite of how it was last year. It's a total opposite of how it was in the beginning part of the season where we made those second-half adjustments. And it's like now for the past, what, six games, We've went backwards. Instead of making the adjustments to stay on the lead or regain the lead, we're losing leads. Like help it, like it's crazy. So yeah, man, the confidence level, like, yeah, I know we got this game against the Giants, and they've been they've been talking about that the starters might not even play. So is this game even gonna be worth it? I don't know. But then the reality is like it's who, should who starters aren't gonna play. They've been mentioning that the starters are not gonna play on Saturday. For the Eagles or for the Giants? For us, it? for us. It's been it's been some rumors. I don't know. I've been I've been seeing some I've been seeing some posts that supposedly Nick Sirianni is talking about the starters might not play. I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know if it's true or if it's not. But we but but technically, I mean, in reality, they should play because we still we still have the potential that if you know, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go ahead and knock the Dallas Washington game. It's a it's a divisional game. Anything can go either direction in that game. Sam Howell game. I'm saying though, I'm just saying, Sam Howell, you know, he, 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 he could play the, he could play his career game on Sunday, and we would we would hope that, but hey, you can't just go ahead and just sit down and you know give like that's 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 just the mentality we can't have like we can't we can't afford to have that. We I think I think they should play it out, you know what I mean still play they're still playing for something. Go in there and play. You want to turn it around, man. You got to work on turning it around. You're not going to be able to work on it by sitting down and, and, and watching these games. Now, now, my my, my godson, he, he texted me last night. He was like, hey, man, you going to the Eagles-Giants game? And I was like, I could write, I could, I could read you what I wrote. I said, uh, no, uh, nah, I'm not going to read exactly what I wrote, but I said, uh, <laughs> this team is actually making me mad. Um, um, but I, I feel like It'd be a perfect opportunity to go there and hang out with him, have a good time. Until the game starts. Until the game fucking would ruin the whole day for us. <laughs> I'm a little bit uh, – and, again, this is coming from people who have been following the Eagles all over the place this year. That's only an hour and something drive. 
to MetLife. I'm just where I in my feels. I'm I'm, I'm just a little bit. It's not me. It's actually you, Eagles. Yeah, um, Pete Pete looks like he's just checking in right now. So he's saying, "What's up, y'all?" Let me answer that question. Shut up. That's how we feeling right now. Don't no, even want to talk. Pete, no, come 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 cry with us, Pete. It's it's tough in here. <laughs> um, Todd, Todd asked. He said, "My question is, where is the veteran leadership on this team?" Kelsey Cox, BG. They should album. be the me- mediators in this situation. Every, everybody, everybody's lost, man. Um, to be honest with you, I, I don't know. I've, I've thought of those guys as, uh, as great leaders, and I think they are good leaders. Um, they need to be more vocal right now, man. They, they need to be calling people out, not publicly. And I don't know, maybe they are within the locker room, but um, I, I really don't know what you do to fix it right now because I feel like they've 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 exhausted all the avenues. They've done the 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 player only meeting. They've they've even switched up the coordinator. Um it's just a a a coaching staff and a team that seems lost and I don't know how to get them back on track. Lost for sure. That that's good. That's a good term. My my thing is I I I kind of like try to picture this in my head where what Kelsey and what Cox Cox is more he'll say something but he's not like a you know he's not a rah-rah guy he says what he has to say when he has to say it BG he's always been vocal mm-hmm. so what what are the conversations looking like between those guys I, I'd love to be a fly on the wall um Taylor he had mentioned uh Dan Campbell doesn't call a place for Detroit and look at how people see him now shout out to uh Mally and me me and Mally had a great opportunity to meet Dan Campbell and his staff at the senior bowl. They were fucking awesome. Like that, you know, we ended up, some of the staff went to go play pool later that night. So you're getting to um, hang out with some of their position coaches. And Aaron Glenn was, again, he's one of my, was one of my favorite players when this whole draft process, in my, my head started. He was the first guy I got an autograph from. That's how much I love Aaron Glenn. Um, so I'm now a senior bowl. Let him know that, bro. Same. I'm still doing the same thing. I'm lurking around for your autograph. Uh, but Aaron, you know, just his staff that he put together, they had something about him. I mean, and a lot of us talked about last year. Lions being getting to this point. Again, going off topic here. The Lions got hosed on that call. The NFL has some some questions to ask. Did you guys see that call? Oh, I saw it. I, was, I, saw, I saw it. As some blatant, as some, we have all the cameras in the world. We have all then, the technology yeah. in the world. Then, of, then, of course, my brother today tells me, oh, did you hear the, uh, the, the, the audio, the sound? Number 70 <laughs> did, <laughs> did check in. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we, like, we have all this technology. Like, this is how, hey, NFL, this is how you, you figure this out. Let you let teams challenge the calls, and you know, yeah, the yeah. betting world, you know, hey, that's the. I mean, there's just too much betting going on right now. You got players Ooh. making bets. The, the fact that the bets. Lions ended up losing a game just based off of the fact that a a ref misinterpreted what happened, like that's that that was a pretty major game. Those those were two teams that were fighting for seeding, fighting for position within the same conference, and then a, a major fuck up like that, it's fishy. If they're throwing, what's the what's the insurance company uh, commercials that are going on right now? Progressive, 
If they're yeah. throwing red flags on progressive commercials, why can't we <laughs> see the replays on these goddamn things? Like it's <laughs> uh, Mark Bird from Oregon saying the veteran leadership is more worried about putting out their podcast every week. Oh, shots fired. Shots fired. I, 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 I honestly like I don't know where you guys stand right now, but like I have reached a level of disappointment with this team where I'm ready to hear shit talk on anybody. I don't care who it is. Like if you if you want to spout off at the mouth about any player or coach on this team, I'm not gonna fucking stop you. It's whatever. Can't you yeah, can't like, stop, bro. <laughs> this, this team is underwhelming. They're underachievers. Um, but you know the one thing I saw like Philadelphia way. Week, yeah, but the one thing we saw over the week is that we could we acknowledge when our team sucks, and right now our team sucks. We don't have no problem admitting that other fan bases want to blame other shit and it's the truth you know what i mean oh the referee took away that game from us or this took away from us or that was a bad this and bad that no we just straight up bluntly gonna tell you we fucking suck and that's what we are we suck right now there's no excuses about it we're bad we're playing real bad football and we don't we don't deserve it. we don't deserve it the other the other teams right now are playing more hungry than we are and in the shows every Sunday, and that's the frustrating part. How is Joe Flacco out here winning like this, bro? Hey, man, uh, fucking the two, two years on right the couch, now. just chilling Cleveland around right now. And, that, and now he, he's tearing up the NFL, South Jersey's yeah. finest, man. South Jersey's finest, yeah. and, and Delaware for that guy, man. University of Delaware, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you know, someone who doesn't suck, it's it's Eric. He's out, he's out here tailgating every week. Make sure you check him out if you're down at the uh, stadium, but you won't. You're gonna have to wait a while because yeah. we don't have a Next home. Yeah. We don't have a home tailgate. Yeah, fucking guys. Oh, well, there was it was so. You know how you know how we were so confident that we were having a home tailgate. That was like a home playoff tailgate. You know how confident we were. You know how confident, like, dude. I remember being on this podcast like a month or so ago. Talk about how great it is that we did ourselves such a a service uh, before this gauntlet of going ten and one in the year, and we could we could go five hundred and still have thirteen wins on the year. The best we could do is twelve. I'm hoping we can get twelve. We were we were ten and one, man, and and this team just completely collapsed at the worst time of the year too. Like if we, if we were to have these struggles starting out. And then we got it together, and we had the momentum going to the playoffs. This is a completely different story. But we started out strong enough to win games, but we're still kind of incohesive. And then here we are, just the wheels completely fall, fell off. Nick Bosa was right. We got exposed, man. <laughs> tell, tell me I'm wrong. Was he right about Black Panther? <laughs> I'm not no <laughs> okay. yeah, i'm just saying he was i'll agree with him on the other one uh but shout out to kevin he said uh sirianni started to remind me way too much of jason garrett didn't call the offense or the defense but everyone in the organization loved him and had his back uh he's not the he's not quite the clapper as uh garrett was garrett he, he really had the clap down but i i agree um pete nathan echoing what i said earlier <laughs> <laughs> Pete, Pete Nathan getting back on his high horse earlier. <coughs> um, receipts, man. He's got those receipts. <laughs> Nady says, don't worry. There will be no home game, but I'm trying to go back to Tampa, honestly. New Orleans, though, first four stadiums. I need to hit all of them. San Fran, too. That, if they were going to New Orleans, I'd be like, mm, be interesting. 
you, you, this team's motivating you to want to spend more money right now? Yeah, I don't know, bro. No, I'm just saying. Well, I mean, I don't know. Good. I don't know if I'm. A, I don't know if I'm gonna let you go back to Tampa Bay, bro. Uh, <laughs> you already got burnt twice. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't true. think I don't think I'm gonna let you hop on that plane. I'm gonna do whatever possible to keep you grounded. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't making that true. <laughs> Shout out to Cozy says Johnson said he schemes to throw screens when they are showing blitz. That's it. Nothing else. And the screens are horrible. The screens are horrendous. He said that uh, that screen was, you know, at least they didn't want they wanted to get a positive play when they were playing for a field goal. And again, yeah. then they bring the blitz. Didn't they? Didn't they have some hot reads there? Dude, you were, if you would have stopped that two point conversion, you know, what I mean, then maybe you could have been playing for a field goal. But no, you couldn't even do that either. So uh, Ivan, shout out to Ivan, says uh, they're tired of uh, route running clown plays that are for nothing. They know it's snake oil. Players smell it out. They don't buy it anymore. They're wasting their time. Agree? Yeah. Yeah, I do. No, I mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I mean, I, I played on an offense in college. I'm not going to say which coach under. I mean, the, my next offensive coordinator is still went all, off to the NFL, went to the, went to the Bengals, had a, had a great career, decade long. Is now still coach of Princeton. Like his play calling was genius. The guy before him, not so much. Everybody knew what was coming. <laughs> this guy was innovative, four wide receiver sets. We were like, this is fucking awesome. I wish I had a longer year to play in this system. Uh, sometimes you have to switch shit up, bring new guys in, new voices. Um, it is a thing. I'm telling you, it is a thing. Um, play calling is. I'm trying to think the worst time. I mean, who's been who's been worse than this at play calling? Chip Kelly. Yeah. Chip <laughs> Kelly was hot for one season. Yeah, he was hot for one season. Yeah, know. but I'm talking Chip Kelly years two and three. I mean, it, it, it was stale. Just like it's it's very reminiscent of what I'm seeing right now. Resident Oregonian Mark Burt says sorry, but Chip was more creative in this Pee Wee football BS. Yeah, maybe um, one or two more plays. <laughs> and I, th- I think that um, I think that it's it's just going to continue to spiral, um, just based off of uh, what Pete's saying here. Um, oh, sorry. No, you're fine. Um, a- he's talking about AJ being done with the coaches. Uh, I think that he's not the only one. I think that there's a lot of guys that d- have lost all belief mm-hmm. in this coaching sc- uh, staff. And if there's not any belief, they're it, they're not going to get it done. It's just that simple. Yo, this, check this shit out. Um, this is just the 27th ranked Cardinals offense, which averaged 18 points and 306 yards per game, scored 35 points and netted 449 yards. They scored touchdowns on all four, all four second, second half, half drives, drives all yeah. at least 70 yards, 32 f- first downs. 32. The Arizona Cardinals rushed 40 times for 221 yards. That's the most yards against the Eagles since early in 2016 and the most at the link since 2015. That's uh, from Ruben Frank. That's enough to make you uh, – that right there is you got gutted. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly you, what happened. You, We're going to gut these guys. That's what, that's what happened. There's no worse feeling playing on a defense – where a team runs 
Down through you like that is the worst. It's the most demoralizing thing. And everyone looks at each other in the in the huddle like yeah. we're not strong enough. That's what it is. It's the worst feeling in the world. And yeah. I, I then you look at Nick Morrow and like, what's up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> when they when they know you want to plug a hole? All right. Some, someone Morrow and then again, our middle linebacker. I'm not this isn't we're not piling on. He was he took a hike to figure out where his career was going because he thought it was over. He didn't know what direction. He got cut. And he is now our he's our starting linebacker. Yo, Miles Jack saw the the writing on the wall. He said he saw the Seagull Squad. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna become a plumber. (laughs) (laughs) And now now he's back. Now he's but now he's back on Pittsburgh. Mr. Uh, Thomas, he says they remind me of Ray Rhodes, Rich Kotite era Eagles. This is interesting. <sighs> My goodness. Mike McDonald, <laughs> Bob, Bob throwing names out there. <laughs> Man, listen, Evan. <laughs> I can't. I, I just can't believe that we're already in a uh, we're already in a spot right now where we're looking at like prospects and stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, not, not only are we looking at prospects, and we Jalen just signed that contract, but you know what's around the corner. Like after this disappointing end of this season, there's people that that want Jalen's head on a, on the on a spear, man. And there's going to be you're going to see those mock drafts. Like, oh, we got we got to go get a quarterback, right? Yeah, go get a quarterback. Todd sitting on his porch in the south, saying, "Why can't we just be normal?" <laughs> <laughs> but uh, shout out to Terry. Uh, Happy New Year's. And this this is how Happy New Year's. Y'all. This is what it's how bad it is. Like we started a podcast, we're about an hour in. We haven't even said Happy New Year's, but Terry has reminded us. There's nothing happy going on in 2024 yet. <laughs> oh, we're gonna we're gonna get your although pleasure. although we we found that bitch that hit my car. Damn, Ev, like we got we got it's someone's grandmother. Good. 24 <laughs> hour lockdown, solitary confinement, 90 years old. Messed your car up, this guy. This guy's out here bashing old women. <laughs> Um, Talon says, I don't understand why Doug was treated so poorly, being only ever Super Bowl. You know, we had when we had a uh, you know, a tip about him being upset. Um, one of our writers had put something out about how they were going to part ways, and everyone laughed at that article. We got we got a lot of shit for it. We I didn't know it was going to be posted, but it was posted, and uh, you know, the rest is history. Shout out to Luke. Um, uh, and there's basically, I feel like Doug's like, now nah, we're bringing back these select coaches. Can I can I be real with you right now? Because the thought just came to my mind. Huh? This this team feels more lost right now than it did when we had Doug Peterson and we were deciding to get rid of him. It feels more lost than that. I think that this locker room is more distant and lost from the head coach than it was when we fired Doug Peterson. <sighs> now Chase, Chase says, Ev, you bugging him about the no heart thing. Who's Who does got heart on this team? Oh, this guy. Going at – now, this team has – I think they, they this team has heart. a few select people, man, but not enough. For a 53-man roster, I, I could maybe na- rattle off five names of guys that are really giving it. They're all out there. Oh, you want to put them on last? I, of guys that uh, I think are trying their hardest, I I, I believe in Brandon Graham. Um, I believe Jason Kelsey. Uh, other than that, 
I believe in AJ Brown, Devontae. Slay. Sydney Brown. Doesn't play enough. I don't know, man. Oh, he's been playing. Uh, Sydney Brown would play, but I mean, hey, he's been I mean, hey, with, the, with the little extra aggressive hits he's been putting on. Like, yeah. Hey, while, we're, while, we're, while we're here, Sidney Brown's 99-yard interception return was the longest ever by an Eagles rookie and third longest in franchise history. Lito Shepard has the two longest interception returns, uh, 101 and 102-yard returns, both against Dallas. Chase puts out a, uh, a good list here. I, I, I think this is pretty accurate. Jalen, AJ, Smitty, Kelsey, Lane, BG, uh, Jake Elliott, Dallas Goddard, Darius Slay, Sidney Brown, and Hassan Reddick. Carter? Um, Carter? Yeah. Yeah, I'd throw Carter on there, too. It's not enough, though, man. It's not enough. Hey, we we do. Covey? <laughs> so, what, what are we talking so, about now, bro? Yes. We'll talk about Yo, what we're talking about. We're talking about Yo, Sean says, Slay, come on now. That banana pudding must be good. <laughs> oh, hey, man, best, he's the best cover corner we got. My, my thing is, like, my thing is, when when I when what's I don't want happening, we just had the Cardinals put up 450 yards against them. <laughs> like, my thing is, if I know what I'm getting from a player. I don't I think I'm bringing Slay in here for like tackling. Like he he tackles, but I'm saying I'm not. He's not Devin Witherspoon. Devin Witherspoon is a tackler as a corner, as a cover guy. That's what I want Slay for, and he's he's done that. Now when you talk about bad tackling and lack of coverage, that is Bradbury. How the Niners just like where the fuck did Brock Purdy come from, bro? He was Mister Irrelevant, and now he's just out here fucking MVP. To, like this, is what I'm talking about, like with sustained success, they've had a carousel of quarterbacks, and they continue to be good every single year. That's good coaching. That like Kyle Shanahan is a better coach than Nick Sirianni. It's, it's just point blank. Period. I think uh, I think Prime could get down with this comment from Danny. He says, "I talk too much shit for them to play like this, pissing me off." Yo, yo, yo you know, how, you know. Well, one of the first thoughts I had was like, "Dude, I held the uh, Cardinals beating the Cowboys over their head all season long, and here we are looking like a bunch of fucking fools." Mm. Mm, I don't know. It's 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 a tough it's a it's a tough it's a tough pill to swallow. I mean, but when you're when your team's getting out here embarrassed in front of the hoes week in week out, I got no excuses. There's there's nothing else I could say, other than all the stuff I've been questioning. Chase, he fucking, he's he's ready to get rid of Julian fucking Julian Laurie is catching strays yeah. out here. Hey, if I if I, if I see if I see those guys down at the Senior Bowl. I think I'd have to say something. Figure it the fuck out. Stop raising the parking prices until you figure it the fuck out. Yeah, talk to the fucking parking guys out there. Eric Eric would agree. Um, Eric says, we don't have time to fix this house. We didn't realize how much it was falling apart to the San Francisco game. <sighs> My thing is physicality, man. Um, this team hasn't really played with any physicality as of as of late. We're talking about like light you up, like the, where the stadium ignites. Like how Brock Purdy getting lit up by Reddick was the last time I felt that stadium 
like alive, alive, like from a hit. Mm-hmm. When was the that last? Was my, that was the first play of that game. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and to be honest, I, I I don't think like I'm not trying to pin this on the fans in any way. Uh, I think that the stadium was pretty lit after the Sydney Brown 99 yard return. I mean, things were still decent in that game. I don't know, man. I think this is this is much more on the. Uh, th- there's a reason that the fans are are losing interest. It's because they see the writing on the wall. They see that we have gone from Super Bowl contenders to what I said a couple weeks ago that like if we keep losing games, people are going to start talking about that 2019 Steelers team. That's that's a better comparison to what we are than, well, everybody's, than a Super Bowl contender. Every, everybody's hoping that this is just a nightmare that we're going to eventually wake up from. It, 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 and it, Conrad, this ain't a victim mentality. This is just calling it how it is, bro. We suck. <laughs> like I just, I, I'm, not, I'm not sitting here asking anyone to feel bad for me. I'm, I'm sitting here saying, don't get your hopes up and thinking that we're gonna win in the playoffs because it's just not gonna happen. Evans become that meme. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. <laughs> Yo, know, my my thing is, it is what it is, man. Like you, you see it. We 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 all follow this team. Like ridiculously insanely all the time uh you know what you see and it doesn't look well doesn't look good i think this team's got a virus uh and there's no there's there's no uh analytics are saying that the nepotism isn't working lorries get him out of here adam says i wish other captains would be like aj and show some type of emotion like Quit telling us what you think we want to hear. Talk and just speak up. Jalen, Jalen Hurts with your soft-spoken poetry. Wow, dude, I'm fired up. So, this guy, this guy is pulling shots. Hey, man, I will, safe. We're, we're we're allowing you to speak with your chest, Uh, You know. Um, this team's disappointing, man. Now we're gonna before we get out of here. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leave on a positive note. Uh, we want to think about uh, the people who've been supporting us all year round, um, like Philly Sports Chips. Shout out to Philly Sports Chips. You guys have been amazing. It's been Reliable. great, great trade, uh, great, great um, traveling with you all year round. Um, we appreciate you, Vince, and all the people involved. Um, that means you, the fans, uh, just the whole crew in general. Um, shout out to you guys. I uh, want to give a big shout out to uh, Bud Light for holding us down. Um, you guys have been great for years, holding us down. All the tailgates, all the uh, all the all the beer that you know y'all been drinking at the tailgates. Shout out to Bud Light. All the tomato pies. Shout out to Italian Contrahawk Italian Bakery. Shout out to Tina and the family. You guys have been amazing. Um, shout out to Red Bull uh, for giving the tailgate winnings this year. Any, you guys, any thoughts on? I mean, um, I just want to, uh, while we're talking about sponsors, um, uh, check out Sal's Pizza in Marlton. That's where that's where these these steaks are coming from. Uh, if you come to the tailgate and you enjoy a nice Evan Hearn steak, uh, the same ones are being made at Sal's Pizza in Marlton, New Jersey. Go check. So you 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 there on Saturdays, right? Yeah. I am there on Saturday nights. All right, Don't I might have to well. I might have to come and check you out, bro. <laughs> Um, because we ain't because I can I don't think I can wait till next year for another season. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I was um, 
I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm never I'm not gonna have another cheese cheesesteak ev for a while now. Yeah, it's gonna be a minute. It's gonna so, be a minute. That I think um, I actually uh I even I'm I'm so uh what's the word ready for for preparing for the end of the season. I started to clear it. I I I drive around with all my tailgate shit in the car. All year long, I drive around with fucking gas tank. I got I got a gas tank in my back seat, just praying I don't get hit for seven months straight because I just got a bomb in the back seat. Um, And and grandma hit your shit so that yeah, right. And so I finally took that out today. I was like, "Yep, won't be needing that again this year. That'll go up in the closet until next season." Um, I saw Marissa's comment. Hopefully, you had a great time coming up to uh to to Philly. Um. Her comment made me think of the meme that I put out. And can someone tell me why we activated Penny? We need signs outside of Novacare. Um, you know, the Han Solo meme. Uh, Rashad Penny has been Han Solo. He's been frozen in time. You know it's going to be fucking hilarious. Is when they activate him for this game, and then he goes off for like a hundred and ten yards. The secret and then weapon. Every, everybody is just gonna lose their fucking minds, dude. I'll go. I, yo, if they if if they told me they were starting Rashad Penny, I would I would I'd go to the Giants game. <laughs> I would I would go for that. My thing is uh, when people are like, "Well, you know." Well, you know, because I someone someone hit, hit me up like, oh, well, what if I mean we got DeAndre Swift, you know, like you know that maybe that's why he's not playing, but but we need linebackers, we need other positions. We could have had the Dom Sue. Why the f- do we have Penny sitting here doing nothing? All this money allocated to him for what? He's not doing anything. We got Albert O here not doing anything. You could have other players that could be giving you something. I mean, again, if if Rash- Penny's not doing anything in practice, why is he here? Why is he taking up a roster spot? Oh my god, man, that, this this one hurts, man. Yeah, it was it was a good therapy session, though. I needed to I needed to say a lot of these things. Um, Sean says, did you guys see Kelsey uh, post match interview in the locker room? I didn't. I my he, he said he looks broken. Was sad to see. I was broken. Yep. I've been broken. Yeah. Um, no, I kind of, uh, I was in that mode where after that game ended, I was sitting here watching in the living room on my couch and you ever just like be so distraught where you're just sitting there looking at the screen, but you're not even watching what's happening. That was just me on the couch for like a solid, like half hour after that game. Like I was sitting there watching it, but it was just, I was just in a trance thinking about how big a fucking losers we are. <laughs> who who are you the fans oh, just just the, the whole thing man this the city of philadelphia we can't catch a fucking break sports uh, and, and you know what the, the the line of the ben franklin bridge when we get to the second round of the fucking sixer season so help me god if we don't get past the second round Okay. <laughs> Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like again, I'm this, I'm, I'm, as a fan, I'm not gonna say I'm go, I'm kind of ghost riding the whip, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just watching it go, doing yeah. my little, doing my little dance, you know, you know, whatever you guys do, that'll be great, man. Like I'm, you know, I haven't given up on my squad, but I'm just saying, I'm just watching what y'all do. Like, you tell me, mm. you show me. I mean, I, I can't, I can't, uh, 
we can't gift wrap this thing like Bobby says. We we because we got gift wrapped the division. All we had to do win was these two games, and we get we're give, we're giving it to the Cowboys. And not, not not for nothing, but this is like a, not the first time that's happened either. We we've been gift wrapped at the division before, and the same sort of bullshit happens. Mm. Okay, well before we get out of here, um, a big uh, shout out to all you guys in the chat, all all the supporters, everyone who's been here since day one. Uh, we appreciate you guys in the comments. At, at at uh at showing up for these games at tailgates, we appreciate you guys. Um, but uh, last word, Primo. Um, I don't know, man. Looking forward to this uh, AJ tomorrow. Uh, what he has to say. Uh, you know, um, I'm an Eagles fan, man. You know, you know these memes that have been coming out about uh. You know, I'm I'm this, and then they follow it up with what they do and stuff like that. I'm ready. I'm ready to make one for the Philadelphia Eagles, man. But one of the things that I would say is, you know, this is what we we strive for. We we uh, live to uh, be in moments like this. You know, whether they're good or bad. Um, you know, that's what being a Philadelphia Eagles fan is all about. That's what it's always been about, pretty much my whole life. Um, so you got to take you know the bad with the good, and that's what we're doing right now. We're dealing. We're definitely dealing with the bad, and you know gonna be a fan you gotta be a fan man you gotta be all in and you gotta take this you gotta take this with a grain of salt like it is what it is but hey listen i'm 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 always gonna bleed green regardless you know what i mean uh happy new year's to everybody again like gail and evan mentioned thank you guys for all the support we're not done you know the eagles might be done but we're not done we're still going to continue on we're still going to go ahead and keep on repping this team as much as we can uh appreciate all y'all none, none of this is possible without y'all all right, so we're definitely grateful for that. Um, just keep your heads up, man. We got one more miserable week to get through, and then uh, I don't know. Maybe there's a turnaround in the playoffs. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. But go Birds. Bob from Down Under with the mixed signals, pal. I'm sitting here giving you your flowers. Talk about how you write about Nick Sirianni. I'm getting called a pansy. Bob, you got to make up your mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I mean – Prime, you you mentioned the fans. You mentioned all that. For all of them, I'm thankful. Um, for this team, um, I, I've mentioned multiple times on this podcast uh, how I coped with the Eagles' Super Bowl loss. Um, I've played, I just checked, 3,064 games of chess since the Eagles have lost the Super Bowl. And I'm thinking <laughs> that after this season ends, uh, between now and the start of next season, uh, you're going to be doing a podcast with a chess grandmaster because I'm going to need to need to figure it the fuck out to get my mind off of this shit team. So, um, yeah, uh, wish me luck on my endeavors of being a winner, unlike this squad. And uh, I'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah, here's, like, here's, uh, my, here's my therapy right here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I played GTA and I've, I've robbed some banks. I've done a whole lot of. You know, I, I, some psychopath shit because I had to get it, get had to get it off my chest. But um, you know, I, I was talking about chess. And he used to be like, yo, you got any Filipino words I could talk to some of your people? Because I beat beating so many Filipino people when I'm playing chess. You got any words? I'm like, bro, this guy's playing lots of games of chess all over the world. Uh, but last words before I get out of here. Shout out to all you guys again for supporting. Shout out to uh the sponsors. Shout out to people that support. Shout out to Philly Sports Trips. Shout out to Hollis. Shout out to Mal. Um, and uh, shout out to you guys, man. First and foremost, uh, if it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't 
want to even be doing this shit. So shout out to you, Evan Primo, for Likewise. going on the ride, man. It's been it's been like a. It's always a fun time with you guys. Always, always. Man. <laughs> we talk about just uh, you know seeing seeing the country. We've seen a lot um, of the country this year. We've uh, smelt a lot of uh, corn chips and feet in the cars. Um, it's been, you know, one <laughs> no, guy's dying that, in the backseat. Street crime up in New England, though. Fire. Yeah, the street. Uh, positive, we're gonna leave. Um, I'm gonna say, me and Prime got some French toast in KC. Best, mm-hmm. best French toast I've had. Mm-hmm. Salmon in Seattle. Best I've <laughs> ever had. Um, got to see. I mean, Bruce even, that, even that steak that we, uh, the steakhouse we went out to with Vince and 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 KC. The I wine. tried some beef tartare. That was fancy. Tartar. <laughs> um, it had a butter candle. The seafood the in L.A. Butter. Yeah, that Prime didn't get. It was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty good. He saw Greg Olson. That was cool. <laughs> that was a so, cool part of the meal. <laughs> oh, there, there's been a lot, of, a lot of positives, but um, we could be here all, all night long. But uh, again, shout out to you guys, you guys. Rack Shack's podcast as well. Yeah. Um, but we'll see you guys in the next one. As always, fly, Eagles, fly. It's not gonna get better.